<laughs> clean up? camera. It's good to be clean back, camera. huh? What up, everybody? Yeah, matinee Nick here. Clean camera, clean face. All my Let's see how many people come in. We're going to get the, uh, the the angry Celtics fans. They're going to just say what they have to say, log off, yeah. and then get into oh, breaking. Yeah. <laughs> who's, char- who's in charge of the, uh, the, chat, the, chat. the chat posting today? Because Is that going to be you? Oh, if you it's Nick, that's going to get interesting. You got to be careful with what you put up. We don't want uh, we don't want anybody, you know. There's gonna like yeah, Joe said, there might be some very culture? angry. We share everything. The people are already missing John. They they get rid of him after the last right? game. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. yeah now Nick, Nick, you have you have big shoes to fill here. This is a big spot, you know. Who would have ever this game? You? you better so bring John, your own game in this one. So John, right, John's busy. I think John's busy putting together his Super Bowl. The Super Bowl spread for the family, which we'll get into some Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll get into some Super Bowl talk. Yeah, we'll get into some Super Bowl talk towards the end of the show. But oh, and Nick's gone. That was quick. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. It's just like, all right. Uh, uh, I can't do the chat. Electrical. Uh, I got the chat, Nick. Nick, if you're trying to do the silhouette challenge, man, don't just don't do it, man. Don't. We're, we're I gonna, can't we're do gonna, it because Bobby don't do the me, silhouette. Uh, a link that isn't the host. All right, we're Sorry, gonna get people excited. Super Bowl talk, but we'll we'll get right into it with the game today, Joe Sway. What, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. All right. I think like enough people are in the chat here. All right, welcome in. It's the Celtics post game show, Super Bowl edition, I guess, here, even though uh yeah. I, I kind of felt like that whole uh, you know, what the last four years in a row the Celtics won Super Bowl Sunday, a huge jinx going into this one. But when the game actually played itself out, I mean, did you did anyone even think the Celtics for for a second had a chance to to win this one and throughout the fourth quarter at least? I mean, one hundred to ninety one, the Suns taught the Celtics here. Uh, you got you know for for a team that we talk about, how many different players can they have you know to to really contribute offensively? Celtics got six against the Suns. Six players scored in double figures here, and it still wasn't enough. Kemba Walker struggled, of course. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, Jason Tatum, a lukewarm shooting night. Uh, not exactly what we wanted to see out of him, especially down the stretch, but. When the Celtics offense looks that damn desperate, I mean that's that's what you get, right? Right, fellas. Uh, Nick Nick Gelso, of course, like I said, he's joining in here for for John. Uh, we got Bobby Manning, Jimmy Toscano. Jimmy, let's start yeah. with you, man. Jimmy, Jimmy. You came in here fired up because it's like you, you don't even want to talk about this game. You're, you're already moving on to the to, to, to the Super Bowl, right? You don't even want to get into this. I, I want to talk about this game as much as it looked like the Celtics wanted to play this game today. I mean, we're looking at like 80 points in the fourth quarter. That is ugly, ugly basketball. I actually thought that the Celtics would come out uh, a little bit differently in the second half because they shot so poorly in that in that first half. But, man, it was kind of like more of the same, to be completely honest. I mean, listen, I know no Jalen Brown today, but that's no excuse. Um, you know, they've yeah. been able to compete a lot better than they than they did, I thought, today. I mean, I'll give them props for hanging around in the end. I thought uh, the pee party uh, kept them in it with some big, big threes uh, in that second half there. I know Kemba Walker struggled all freaking day, and if John was here – uh, I know <laughs> we'd be 10 minutes in on Kemba Walker right now. He hit a couple big threes himself down the stretch, but he missed another one late, uh, even later. So, um, you know, very inconsistent. Uh, you know, that's kind of been the story with, with Kemba Walker, and I know that's one of the big issues people have with him. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't enough today. Um, frustrating. Um, it looked like it just looked like uh, Phoenix had a lot more energy um, from start to finish. And I mean, Devin Booker did a little, did a lot of everything. I love Devin Booker, not just because of today, obviously, but I mean, when you talk about some of the best scorers in the NBA, he's right, right up there at the top where like a guy that can just like change the game in, in like 30 seconds, all of a sudden he goes, you know, three straight down the court 
and you know eight straight points all of a sudden you know keeps the suns in it right there so um yeah, tough loss to the today he got some significant help you know obviously chris paul made a hell of a difference on that team overall all season long but uh i couldn't help but think of think of john when i was watching this one when he always talks about how are you going to disguise Kemba Walker's defense in that starting five. Why did he get exposed in this one? John is he just ingrained really in our heads while we're watching games now. Yeah, seriously, I'm like, look, they're not hiding him. And then it just looked like there's no way you can put him where he looks somewhat decent out there on the de- on the defensive end of the floor. Bobby, let's start. Let, let, let's uh, let's turn things to you here. What do you well, think that's... happened there defensively? I mean, they, they obviously the, the starting five got outmatched, but how come they were unable to recover in the fourth quarter, especially when it seemed like Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker with those two big shots that Jimmy talked about. It seemed well, like the, the momentum shift was going to happen. Their style came back to hurt them in this one because they finally went against a center who's dominant on the boards, who isn't going to let Tristan Thompson get a million rebounds. And Thompson did do a great job on the offensive glass in this one, but he didn't finish. So a lot of times it would just lead to a second miss or a turnover or something like that. And then the Suns were right out in transition at the other basket. I think that's why they went to Daniel Tice in the end. I, I saw some people wondering why they didn't stick with Thompson in crunch time. They're looking for a little more transition defense down the stretch there, and they did do a better job. But then Devin Booker kills you in the half court. They get within three. He hits that 20-foot jumper, and then that's the game right there. I, I knew this game was going to go in a bad direction from those opening seconds, just like you said, Joe Sway, though, because they put Edwards out there. They put Kemba out there, and it's like, who are these two guys going to guard? They're going against Paul and Booker, two of the best offensive guards in the league. And those two guys just came right out. Booker specifically, five straight possessions they score. And the Celtics were struggling to get stops all night. It was just basket city under the rim. They have great pull-up shooters around the perimeter. And, you know, another game where the Celtics defense gets torched. The final score wasn't too bad, 100. But on a, a day where you struggle from the field immensely, that ended up just being enough for the Suns. So I still don't trust this defense. Like they they make great strides again against the Clippers. I think it's been a couple of good weeks of progress now. But I looked before the game; they're one of the five worst teams at protecting the rim. They're twenty sixth in the league with yeah. giving sixty four percent inside. Yeah, it just seemed like Let's the Suns the had way shot. too many. They, they had way too many too many weapons out there. I'm sure Nick was was going crazy because if anything, if there's one thing that Nick can't stand is awful defense, right? I mean, old school cat like Nick. You can't stand to see the Celtics. Did this bring you back to 76, Nick? <laughs> oh, man. You know what it brought me back to 76, 70. Nick, how many, how many, uh, how many yeah. stickers were ripped through in that game? You were there with me, I think. We were sitting by each other and watching the Celtics give up all these points to Devin Booker. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, defense, frustration. But what's more frustrating, and I know you guys will kill me for this, but it's the three-point shooting. Even when they're making it, they can't make regular field goals. And you can pretty much count on, you know, their field goal percentage was horrendous, but they shot well from three. That three-point shot is the undoing, in my opinion. It is so annoying. Can, you it's know what tough, else is annoying? Nick, the that, that them, Why are we that killing? them in, in the first half, though. What was that, Josue? That kept them in in the first half, though. That's, yeah, it's no, tough. I know, but it works both ways. We always say live and die with the three, right? Well, today you didn't live or you, you didn't die by it, but you didn't live by it either because you couldn't hit a shot from two feet away with bad interior defense. And uh, they are the Kemba, Kemba Walker. Like, let's give Kemba Walker a little time to adjust. He just hit a game winner last game. I'm sure everybody, you know, on Twitter wasn't going to say trade Kemba. 
I mean, he's been <laughs> he's been tough to watch. It's a it's an adjustment because he's no longer the first option. But let's give it a shot. Let's let him play a little bit. I mean, I feel like Kemba got a he 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 did what he wanted to do out there. No, I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen. They made him uncomfortable, but he got some good looks and he got drive to the hoop. And to your point, I mean, a lot of missed bunnies, right? And he wasn't yeah. the only one. Yeah, a lot of missed bunnies. I mean, we're at the point we're up on the point where. You know the the grace period for Kemba is, is is wrapping up here, right? I mean, he's played however many games he's played. The minutes are kind of where they typically would be now. Um, so it's not really a, to me at least it's not really a health thing. I mean, the first thing um, that I looked for when he returned was his health. Looks looks healthy, honestly. Looks I mean, I I don't notice much of a difference, but now it's just getting that production to where you want it to be. I mean. We started to see it slide, unfortunately, in the playoffs last year. And there are games like, you know, it's funny. We, we, have one, we talk about Kemba, depending on what show you watch, you either think we, we love him or we, or we yeah. you know, want him out the door because that's how hot and cold he's been. So the consistency is, is the biggest concern right now. Um, again, this is all without Jalen Brown in, in the game. So uh, you'd hope that you have a full lineup, you know, heading into the playoffs and in the playoffs. So this is a completely different team. I know we had one commenter say it's Geno time if Jalen Brown plays today. Probably the case. I mean, right? I mean, you could you you could easily or, make that case that if Jalen Brown's in, starting or playing, that the Celtics uh, would take down the Suns today. So again, uh, I don't put Jimmy, too much. What about Tristan Thompson? I mean, you get you get Tristan twelve rebounds. He's finally getting in shape after so long. I don't believe he was on the court in the. What did he play in the fourth? Yeah, I let's mean, talk a little bit about Bobby's that because guy, that, yeah, one, that one stuck out to me as well because he was giving you that muscle down low. He was giving you the. The Tristan Thompson that we've been looking for, especially on the defensive end, he's finally in like, shape. Like the only one to really, he was the only one rattling the, the the Suns a bit, and of course, yeah, he did have a couple a couple easy buckets down low. He's the only yeah, though, right? He's finally in shape. Go ahead, Bobby. He makes a legitimate impact on those offensive boards. I stunned they got. I was stunned they got as many as they did today, and he he put them like they're going against the Clippers here, who have a great front line. I think they were a top five offensive or defensive rebounding team. And now the Suns team, that's no joke with that lineup, whether it's Aiton or Frank Kaminsky or the other big men that they have in there. They have a great rebounding front line, uh, awesome rebounding guard in Chris Paul throughout his career. And he's still getting them over those guys inside. So it puts a legitimate identity on this team to some degree that they're going to go out there and create second chances for themselves. But I just – I, I keep getting torn between do I like that more or do I like them getting back and protecting the rim the other way off misses more. The Suns knew that they were going to be able to have to get in front of him and get out and run because the Celtics crashed those offensive boards so hard. And especially in that third quarter, you saw it. They were running for open layups the other way every single time. So I don't. I feel like John is on the on the show today because Bobby totally disregarded the question. The what? <laughs> Why did Tristan not play? Because the transition defense. I think when the he's out there, they're not, they're not as strong getting back. That's where I was going. I you, okay. you didn't give me the time, Nick. No, I got to I got to take three minutes to answer the questions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my answer. On the clock here, guys. I mean, well, why is that, though, Bobby? Because, you know, obviously for the Celtics, offensively, you want to push the tempo, right? You want to be in transition and, and score up tempo. But when, when Kemba's missing bunnies – you know, Tatum couldn't find a couldn't find a bucket for a while. Yeah, I mean, you want to clean up something inside. If Pritchard yeah, doesn't hit those back-to-back three pointers, this team would have been this thing would have been over well before you know the end of the fourth quarter. It's a fair Pritchard. point. I rem- I remember um, 
his original coach, David Blatt, was on one of our shows here, and he said this guy's the best offensive rebounder in the fourth quarter we he'd ever this. seen. And seen so, it. yeah, there's a good case for it. I think a couple games ago he should have been in there too in crunch time. It worked well against the Clippers to have mm-hmm. him in there at that point. So he's playing well enough tonight, 12 rebounds, six on the offensive end of the floor. He's getting it done now, even on the defensive end of the court where I've had the most issues with him, to say that he should be that closer in crunch time. Now, Daniel Tice was awesome in this one. So it was a close call. Yeah, and they they were winning with him on the floor. So I understand the decision, but it didn't work out. But, I mean, yeah, what do you think? Sorry, Joshua, you've been waiting for Tristan Thompson to get in shape. Guys, he was out of shape. He hadn't played in the bubble. So... Waiting for him to get into shape. He's getting into game shape. He's rebounding. He's doing what we brought him here for. And, you know, Brad goes away from him. I understand the transition defense, but at that point, you know, you need muscle. You, you need rebounds. And I, I feel like Tristan was doing well. But you also need time. points, Nick. Huh? You also yeah, need you also points. Need who's points, but who's going to give you more? Bench. Who's going to give you more points, though? Is it going to be Tice or Thompson? Yeah, see, that's another thing too, and I wanted to bring this up, you know, at some point throughout this throughout the show because it crossed my mind. Is it just me, or I feel like Tristan Thompson? He's getting like that old man, get him the buckets mm-hmm. quickly in the first ten minutes game. Like, remember, it's like not the age this much. Remember when 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 Shaq was on the Celtics? It was like get yeah. Shaq his bucket early because <laughs> in the second man. half he's done. Oh, don't say that! Wow, you, know, you went Shaq, dude. That that's like that's their approach for him getting buckets. And then after that, forget it. You're not going to get much offense after that. You like that Jermaine O'Neal? Like when, when basketball was good, though, too, you establish your post game, then went to the perimeter. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Totally, I see that too. Um, but listen, I mean, Tice doesn't hit those three point shots, guys. You're not getting points from him either. So you know, um, I, I think you got Grant. You got you got yeah. or Grant. I mean, he had a nice game, a decent game. Of course, you know, good first game, half. But still, he's but playing more minutes than Tristan Thompson makes no sense to me. Maybe they're just looking yeah. for offense because they couldn't put it in the whole put it in the ocean. It's that same deal we've been talking about now. The awkwardness of this team. They're trying to get center uh, minutes for four centers. Can I call Grant a center, Nick? Is that allowed on your show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fine. John's yeah, going John's gonna insert yeah. himself into the show just to, So they're trying to, to get minutes for four centers. It gets awkward. Tyson Grant end up filling the four spot in this rotation since they don't have an extra wing that's reliable. So they're essentially rotating four centers at four spots throughout these games. And again, Brad goes to the three center starting lineup and I couldn't stand it. It was such a disaster to start the Clippers game and it was again here. And why why have you not yet been critical of Brad Stevens? I am. He in spots. We're at that point now. I think we're at that show, point, man. And every show, I would say to myself, "When are these guys going to get tough on Brad?" Because every time you guys are breaking down games, it always seems to come down to minutes, rotations, and offensive play calling. Isn't that all coaching? I mean, I don't understand why. No one on this panel will ever go after Brad. I mean, that's a little that's a little extreme. I think by talking about those things, we're ob- I think by mentioning all those things that you just mentioned that we criticize all the time. I mean, isn't that essentially criticizing Brad? I mean, what 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 else do you want us to say? Fire no Brad? One you want to say that's, that's what Nick's waiting for. 
What do you want to say? Fire Brad? I mean, there's a hundred commenters where you can get that take from. I think what what we do is we break down the decisions that he makes. You can form (laughs) your own opinions based on those decisions. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like the the lineups or the rotations or the minutes and all those things. So, I mean, if if you guys, if that's your what, I've heard you guys criticize that. Yes. So I mean, that that's the criticism. That's that's how we criticize, I guess, the coaching. uh, You know, from game to game, we're not going to sit here and say fire Brad. I mean, there's. I and didn't say fire, the comments. I know, but, but we do. But we give them the credit too. If Ben hit or miss, so this is the this is the detriment we're trying to find a lineup throughout a course hey, of the game headphones. and playing thirteen uh, minutes. Why, get, is it feedback? <laughs> You're soft. Okay. Your next tell, man. Your next tell's messing up. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. Don't don't do anything. And I'll see. Not, no, look what you did. I didn't tell him. <laughs> I didn't tell him to shut the screen off. Now he's gonna come back with like the worst he looking screen back. ever. Oh, I, didn't him, I didn't tell him to shut the screen off. I just told him he's to try to do something that he thinks is going to make it better, and it's going to make it. He's going to pull up the way he did last time. Yeah. So Anyways, let, let me answer that because it is a fair question by him. Does is Brad searching too far now, sacrificing wins in in the attempt of finding the perfect lineup throughout the flow of these games? Because we are two weeks into now him trying to find a lineup that works throughout an entire flow of a game here, and you end up playing thirteen guys. I don't know how many ended up coming into this game. I don't think they were searching as deep for different players as much as combinations. You played 10 but guys. You, start, you, you lose stretches of a game when you're looking for different combinations here, as they did. And I'll give him credit for certain spots. In that second quarter, the lineup that looked funky, I think it was Teague, Kemba, uh, Grant, Tyson, Thompson again. That lineup actually came together pretty good. So there are certain ones here within these four of the games that hit. It hit to close the Warriors game when he put Grant in there in that closing lineup. It hit against the Clippers when Carson Edwards came in. But then there's other times it doesn't. And a lot of the time it's at the beginning of these games and it's building deficits for them. So does that deficit kill you? Is that deficit the reason they lost tonight? I don't think so as much. They tied the game twice in the second quarter and then almost at the end there. So they ended up finding stuff that worked. Uh, But there is a legitimate criticism to – trying to find stuff and maybe sacrificing wins there. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I get that, Bobby. But I also – I think, you know, it's a good point, but I think it's also a testament to to someone like Brad Stevens who's made so many trips, you know, deep trips into the playoffs, you know. It's I, worked I think, for him in the past. Well, I think he – exactly. Well, that – and also he understands that, you know, this thing is a marathon, you know. And, and obviously yeah. the uniqueness of this season, you know, couple it with last season. I mean, the, the tail end of this of – this, uh, regular season, they're not even quite sure what it's going to look like. So I just think he's really pacing himself. And I think that's smart. I mean, we had a lot to say after those first five, six games where it felt like the sky was falling. I mean, we obviously, we all knew how early it was in the season, but I think what we were most concerned about was because we expected the Celtics to be at this specific level. But then you look across the rest of the Eastern Conference, I mean, there's a lot of teams losing games like this. And I think Jalen Brown not being in the lineup is obviously a huge you know, indication of, of how this team struggles offensively without him or defensively without him. How much the team's going to struggle on defense without someone like Marcus Smart? You have to take well, all that into consideration. That's that's you know? the key point here, Nick. I said if you can criticize, <laughs> if you can criticize anything here, it's him going too deep in the rotations and trying this thing like with Carson open the game, the experimental stuff. But isn't this yeah. the time experiment while Jalen's out, while exactly. Smart's out? I agree with that. One hundred percent. And let's let's be honest, guys. I mean, we all we if we, we're all going to make a prediction here in, in, in terms of the Celtics make a trade. I think if I were to make a 
you know, I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's a great chance Danny's going to make a trade, right? At some point before the end of, before the deadline, this is the time you showcase what you got. No, you know, I mean, I don't think this was a game. Carson, that, we're not showcasing Carson. That yeah, I think the, I, uh, I, I, we. It's a little bit of experimenting along with that. I think. I think you could say that a little bit. This isn't by design. They didn't I mean, want to not be available. Carson, they don't they want Marcus Smart to not be available, but you know, this is what they got. Yeah, I think yeah. that the the judgments are out on on the players. I, I don't think that yeah. uh, at this point they're showcases. This isn't a uh, you know walk the catwalk. I, I think they want to win games. My choice, they, but I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm being a ball busty, but I I think they want to win games. I hope they do. They don't seem to ever get angry when they lose. I, I don't know. Follow the the one, the one thing they've showed is that Kemba Walker's looked healthy. I mean, he might That's not be playing well, but he looks healthy. But they can't integrate him. It's not my point. My point is, if, if you're looking to trade Kemba, you have to prove to these other teams that he can that he's healthy. He's not gonna. It's not an Isaiah Thomas situation, you know, right? Where they trade him to the, you know, and he hasn't been right ever since. So they have to show that Kemba Walker's healthy, that the knee is fine. And based on what I've seen, it looks fine to me. It's just the shots aren't falling right now. I mean, you could easily make the case that the two bench guards were ten times better than the two starting guards today. I mean, you had Pritchard and Teague off the bench. Uh, you you'd probably rather have those two in the game uh, late than than having Kemba in the game today. I mean, it would have been a very ballsy move by Brad to bench Kemba in this one. I know he was uh, I was thinking shooting. they might because he didn't come in but until he, that 250 point. Right, but he did hit two two of the shots he hit were in the fourth quarter. Um, so, I mean, how much better would they have been with him out of the game at that stage? I don't know. Um, Five-minute mark, but yeah. But the way Pritchard was playing, I Kemba mean, he was Walker's keeping you here. in the game. I mean, if, if there's a way to get – listen, there's got to be a way for them to get Pritchard more minutes. He looks great. Uh, I thought he was like the one who stood out to me the most today. Um, he's just consistently looks ready for the occasion. Uh, even the, you know, he's playing like full court defense at certain points. You know, he was like really pesky out there, um, you know, hitting some big threes. I, I'm, I continue to be impressed with him. Um, I think they got a fair ways to get him playing time. If that means less for Edwards, fine. I mean, I think Car- Carson Edwards is who he is. They're not showcasing him for anything. They're just trying to, eat up some minutes, but I think Pritchard should be able to eat up no, more if, of if, if Pritchard's going to be smart, he's got to play 30 minutes. There's we no trashed, doubt about that. We, you know, everyone tra- loves to trash Teague. He's the easy one. Last last show we did, I was like, listen, every player that gets trashed on is, you know, come around at some point, Teague's going to be next. I didn't think it would be one game later, but he, you know, he, he looked a little bit more like Teague out there. Was it perfect? Absolutely not, but he certainly wasn't a liability out there like some people, you know, claim he's been since game one. Well, when Brad Stevens was asked about Peyton Pritchard and how he's doing from coming back from his injury, he said that at this point, he's he's not going to inch anywhere near towards 30 minutes. It's not ideal. So I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But one thing to point out is what Kemba Walker did today in, in playing over 30 minutes. That's the first time he's done that since he's come back from his injury. And you look at his scoring, what, what we got here? You got, what, 20% from the floor, 4 of 11 from behind the arc? I mean... All his four of his shots were threes. All four of the field goals he made were th- from... From three point range, it missed everything right. else. Well, it was an awful game. I mean, it was an awful, well, game. awful, awful game. Yeah, what are we talking about? The rim now, well. like thirty percent. It's so hard to be a player leading an offense, dribbling, creating off the dribble when you aren't a threat to finish inside. And especially a game like this against an Aiton, looks like he has no hope at finishing in there. And it wasn't even just Aiton. Damian uh, Jones, who I have vaguely heard of completely reject him at the rim and throw him back on his back and he just slammed the ground again and again he can't get in there and that's something we've watched develop with Kemba all the way back to last postseason 
So if there's any concern with Kemba that's already evident now and hasn't changed in a while, it's that he's not finishing at the basket anymore. There was glimpses of it when he first got back. And that Knicks game he did a few times, but that's you know, that's when he gets past the guy in a pick and roll and turns the corner. You don't know if he's gonna be able to score in traffic. Kemba reeks of confidence depleted. Yeah. Right? So, you know, get the confidence back. Shots will start dropping. I agree. Go to the rim. But if you're not going to the rim strong, it's a sure indication that your confidence in maybe your health is is uh, depleted. So, I mean, I don't understand. I'm not going to change the subject. I guess I will, though. But it, Robert Williams, give me – I don't know the answer. Why didn't Robert Williams – if transition defense was the problem, why didn't he get more minutes? Why is he sitting – at the bottom of a terrible bench. It's been the case all year. Stevens criticism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we we ask that every that. single game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have no idea. To do with too many centers. In stretches, of course. Centers. You know? But you think, I mean, you want to talk about showcasing guys, Josue? That's a player that you that yeah. you can showcase. If, if, if you think you can I actually. That's the player they want to hold on to. That's why. <laughs> they want to hold on to him. They don't play him. <laughs> you got to play the guy. If you think he can help, then he should be on the court. If you think if you think he can build his trade value, then he should be in the court. He's adding nothing, adding absolutely nothing, sitting on the bench. I'm not saying he would have been the answer today either. Um, but again, if he's a guy that you know, it's it's crazy. He'll have a game and look like a great player, and we'll start comparing. You know, oh, I, I want to see how he plays against, um, you know, some you know, name any star center. Well, let's see how he looks tonight against Aiden. star center. Aiden, sure. I mean, you you can go down the line. Bam, you know, it, it's a joke. Some right. of the guys that we were that were like talking about him in the same. Look at this. Not, Nick got Nick us in the minutes. criticizing mood. <laughs> That's my job. We're rolling now. No, there <laughs> right, is fair. Go. There is reason they criticize Brad Stevens and spots, especially after losses like this one in particular, where they're under man, and it's kind of his job to coach up something that works to. You know, cook up wins in games where they're underdogs. They were underdogs right. in this one. So everyone it, loves it, to talk about ATOs. I don't see them. I haven't seen them in a long time. His end of game coaching is, in my opinion, pretty suspect at best. All right, I'm gonna throw this out. Last because, couple seasons, he has. No, you're still really, going. On. Yeah, I could. I'm gonna go right through it right to you though. Uh, last you're gonna couple go to seasons, all the seasons. He buffaloed <laughs> how many Word. superstars? I don't blame it on. Even Kyrie, to a certain degree, he couldn't control him, okay? So he couldn't control his son, uh, Gordon Hayward. When are we going to say maybe Danny's giving them the players and he's not able to manage them? Go ahead, Josue. That's a fair point. I mean, we'll, we can get a little more into that, Nick, but I just I, this crossed my mind. We've said that, by the way. <laughs> the timing, the timing of this? was right before Kemba hit those two big shots in the fourth quarter. So I was like, ah, but I'm still going to bring it up. Uh, at what point, if this Kemba struggle continues, do you seriously, or does Brad Stevens, I should say, seriously consider uh, maybe starting Pritchard just to sort of get him jump-started in that offense, bring him off the bench, slash finishing games? What do you guys think about that? Kill kill Kemba's confidence. I'm, I'm all for anything. I mean, listen, I mean. Yeah, fully, yeah, fully right. that, would, that would stab his confidence. Yeah, probably. Fully healthy, I, I, I'm not sure where – I, I think I'd rather have Pritchard coming off the bench. But, listen, the way he's playing, I, I don't know. It's hard to say because of his size, it's not like you just toss him all around the, the, the court. Oh, we lost Bobby. See you, Bob. Oh, uh, no, we're trashing Stevens too much. He had to leave. Yeah, he adds, he adds so much value to the team when he's on the court. It's almost like you know, put whoever you want out there with him 
and good things will happen. You know, whether it's him and Kemba, if that's too small, then I, I understand that. But, I mean, he's he, he, he almost gives you, like, that Marcus Smart type value out there, except for, you know, for me, I, I, like, I like him shooting the ball more than I like Marcus Smart shooting the ball. I, I don't know if that makes – and I'm not saying trade Marcus Smart, but I don't know if that makes Marcus Smart more expendable in the, in the now or in the future or what. But Peyton Pritchard is doing everything in his power to get more playing time, to be inserted in more rotations, they even have the discussion of on um, getting some spot starts. I mean, you can't tell me that he'd be worse than Carson Edwards in the starting lineup. No, yeah, that. That, that's no. the question. Do you pull all opportunity away from Teague, from Edwards in this case today where he gets 17 to get him past 30, up to 35 minutes like they would Marcus Smart? Or the other question would be replace him in a game like this with a hot hands where Teague and – uh, Pritchard into the fourth quarter. Either. Kemba entirely. Well, listen. I stay with Kemba because you're working towards something bigger, and that's just yeah, a conversation with Stevens. Like, you got to – putting him back in here with five minutes to go was the right decision, even though what was working before that it looked pretty good early in that quarter. And then Kemba d- does end up hitting two threes. The free throws adds eight points down the stretch and gets them within three. So that decision did ultimately work out to stick with him and believe in him late. I always go back to I'm – not, I'm not comparing the two players because he's not at that level, but I always go back to Tyler Hero last year. I mean, the Heat gave Tyler Hero the opportunity, and he mm-hmm. stepped up in a massive way, and he was really the difference in the playoffs against the Celtics um, as far as – I mean, you could argue Bam, obviously, but let's be honest, Tyler Hero took his – no, I know, agree. He went from a, a player to a freaking player, man. And that was because they gave him he trusted him. They gave him the case. playing time. So, so I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you you got to keep taking those minutes up for Pritchard because until he proves otherwise or shows otherwise, I think he's deserved, deserved more minutes. Now, I know he's coming back from an injury and that might have something to do with it. But if he's back healthy, keep him in the game because as far as I'm concerned, he's affecting, you know, winning out there. So. I think being on the floor in the fourth quarter or pretty much the entire fourth quarter, we've seen these last couple of games, right after you come back from an injury is a huge, like, boost in your confidence. And if you're Brad Stevens, you're like, listen, you earned this one. I trust you. We need you out there. Go back in the fourth quarter and finish this thing out. Like, Put and that of course, back he's not up there. Afraid of that. He's not afraid to take those shots. He's not afraid to knock them down, which, of course, he did. But, of course, something didn't get enough of that uh, against the Suns. Let me just address this quick. Yeah, I Nick. never said to re- replace Brad Stevens. <clears throat> I said there has no, to be some criticism. No, you just want to sit on the fence. That's all you want to do. No, this I, is, I, I this want is to like see John. some criticism from our media, the beat writers, and the fans. I don't really care what the fans are. are impo- but someone needs to say. They need to bring the well, the fans do. <laughs> we see it no, in the No, but the fans, I'm not, listen, the fans matter. I'm not saying they don't matter. Nick wants the pitchforks. No, I want a beat writer. I want someone to come out and say, is Brad Stevens the problem? Pose the question. That's what a good reporter does. That That's oh, what I'm trying to say. Oh, because oh. there's no question. It is a question that should be asked. I don't so think I should replace him. You have but enough if evidence. you asked me that in the summer or in the offseason, I would have said bring Doc Rivers back. Now you could all jump all over me. No, that came that, that, that came up right after the stuff was eliminated. What do you – the Celtics fans were, were were calling for him to be fired. 100%. I don't watch the Celtics fans. I watch you guys. Nick what? wants to crawl back to his ex. Hey, Doc Rivers bailed on no. you, buddy. He's in the past. No. Doc is doing in. pretty well this year so far, though. Doc's done pretty damn well for everybody who's criticized. All right, well, Nick, let me ask you something. He's been pretty good to Boston. This, 
Hold on, real quick. Who no, had uh, criticizing him, but he's, who had better he weapons? He made his decision. Nick, who had who had better weapons for the most of the past? I don't know, seven seasons. Uh, Doc or Brad Stevens, and which one got you know went all the way to nearly the NBA Finals more times than the other? Who had more head cases, Brad or or Doc Rivers? Oh, that's a that's a long conversation, man. What do you define as a head case? More head cases. I mean, there's you a lot better out there. Who's who, what are you doing yeah. right now? Chris Paul's a terrible about, teammate, guys. If you're talking about um, like controlling the locker room, we've brought up on this show. I don't have multiple. Times. I have heard if, it. If, okay, then so don't sit here and say that we never say boo about Brad. We've we've brought up no, numerous things about. Okay, well we brought up we brought up what? numerous issues that we've seen or we've wondered, but we're not in the locker room, so it's a lot of just throwing stuff at the wall and, and seeing if, if if this could be it or that could be it or why could this happen. We've we're not been in the locker here. room. We've been in the hall. During I'm, I'm talking meetings. about. I, I know. I know. We're in the locker room, but we're not in the locker room when it actually matters to be in the locker room. Is my point. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and break down relationships between player and coach and all that stuff when it's just nonsense. No, and this and, is what I've said about Brad in the past too. There's a sentiment but, that oh, he doesn't throw chairs and he doesn't freak out about losses uh, and he isn't tougher on I, these guys. I agree with some of that. Well, I think like, he should be. I think he can be angrier. He should be angrier. I think it's yeah. subtle, and he does it in his own way. He calls out players. He calls out units. He calls out the team after losses. You know, but it's not aggressive, and it's not grinding away to where there'd be just guys at each other's face through a season. And this is, you know, our fans and certain people on the show have freaked out after losses during this year. You know, if what are they twelve and ten now? If it was a freakout fest after all ten losses. 10. You know, two of the I best mean, this this, this wouldn't be sustainable. But Nick, I mean, look at the Heat. Nick, the they Heat lost. Just made the NBA Finals and they're seven and fourteen. The Mavericks were just. That one was, of the, do you honestly think disaster. that the Heat wasn't a product of the bubble? But they were a much better it, team than they're showing right now. You there's, there's, you, but do you think it was the product of the bubble? The bubble probably. Was it's looking better. like I it. Help, okay. But they had that. They had that continuity before. But yeah, that's Nick. You Yo. can't get hung up on wins and losses in record right now. Look at the Celtics. Have they had they had they've had a full roster for like three of their. That's games. a good point too. They've had their full the lineup for twenty one minutes. It's part of the game so- exactly. So, but you can't you can't you you can't criticize the record without at least acknowledging part of the reason why. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair. I will I will I will give. Okay, that. so let's not that's sit fair. here and like listen. We're not we're, the Celtics lost today, and could they have won? Yeah, but, but at the end of the if day, if it was a win, I'd be saying the same thing. They, right, right, but at the end of the day, we're 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 kind of like okay, they lost because they didn't have Jalen Brown, they didn't have Marcus Smart. Things are probably different if they did. So instead, we're just breaking down other aspects of the game within the game that could be better, right? I mean, the the outcome is the outcome. We're not going to harp on the result because I think a lot of people expected that they wouldn't win today without those two players. Anyways, it would have been nice if they did, um, but you know they didn't. Okay. So, so I'm, almost, I'm actually I, done I, talking. I'm actually done talking about this game. I think it's here's, what I, here's what I can say about that. I think a lot of that has to do with where you where you hold your expectations compared to when the season started to, to now. And whether you got all excited, which I'm sure you did, Nick. You got all excited when the Celtics started getting all those wins and, and Tatum and Brown were balling out. You know, the COVID thing just ripped through this team. And then that's when they started losing games and everyone started panicking again. Like, sure. I, I don't think, again, it depends on where you had them before the season started. Like, me personally, top five at best, fifth seed or fifth place however you wanted to look at it some fifth people worried they weren't going to make the playoffs if Kemba didn't play at all I mean honestly a little bit over 500 it's what I had in mind 20 games into the season this team well, isn't that far off from what I expected 
I didn't have lofty expectations, Josue. I really didn't. The only yeah, expectation what happened? Had, what happened? They got out to a huge. They got out to a, a quicker start than we expected. They really right? didn't because they it was struggled. Like seven and three. There were seven and yeah, three. They, yeah. I know they were, but they they buffaloed three two preseason games and a regular season game. No, no preseason. <laughs> your expectations after that. That that's and that's what you did. No, I looked at that and now you're pointing at Stevens. Okay, so I'll, I'll say it this way. Giving him the middle finger. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, I like Unbelievable. This. I'll say it this way. This is the way I'm going to say it, is that I didn't have lofty say expectations. It. I did not, no. But I did have expectations to show heart and get out there and fuck oh, your ass here off. We go. And play right. basketball. And guess what? You are a product of your leader. Everybody's bashing on Doc now. Doc was a bitch. Nobody's bashing the, on Doc. In the chat room. The bat, Doc was a bitch to the officials. So was Paul Pierce and everybody else. It's follow the there was lead. Like one Brad Stevens has no passion. Desire. He doesn't show it at least, and neither do his players. Do you think this team is That's energized it. and passionate? No. Do you think it? Do you get inspired? Like, you you want team? him to go and, 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 and slap Jeff T across the head? Is that going to help? What do you mean? No, I, I, I want <laughs> to see him. There? I want to see him. Coach with some energy, man, and get get a little pissed off. They want the they want it. they want the chair to be thrown across the court. I've never seen yeah, I've never seen a chair thrown want. since Bobby Knight. I don't know where that's coming. Bobby Knight swag. His style is his. It's Brad Stevens style is Brad Stevens style. He's not Greg Popovich out there with the. With, he's not like a Greg Popovich if that's what you want. Like the anger. He's not like a Rick Carlisle. Uh, but he, you know, he, whatever he's been, been doing three on the Grand Finals team. in four years. I, I think a lot of this yeah, criticism. East finals for- and he lost all three on his home court. I think all three were lost besides the bubble. But besides I mean, the bubble, yeah. And, and it was yeah. play calling down the stretch against Cleveland on those Isaiah teams, wasn't it? 2018, yeah. Fair. Yes, okay. So he couldn't control Kyrie and his son asked to leave. Aren't these things that should be asked? Oh, that's an underdog situation we brought, in 2018. We've brought that up a ton yeah. of times. We brought that up a ton of times. But listen. Who said you can make, you We've brought up the whole Kyrie situation so many times. People hate us every time we mention the name. So we're not talking about him today, by the way. I brought him up as a matter of fact. Right. But you can make the case that the Celtics had no business even being in the Eastern Conference Finals some of those years that they were. Very so, true. So don't get, it's like the old like Tom Brady argument. And we're going to get into him very oh. soon. But it's like. You give people like to hate on Tom Brady for the losses in the Super Bowl when it's like comparing it to Joe Montana, who didn't even get to the Super Bowl to yeah. lose in. So it's like, it's like, like the it, LeBron, it, the LeBron, uh, the, yeah. right? Exactly, LeBron. You can use the basketball term for sure. Oh, LeBron carrying, the putting the team on his back. LeBron right. carrying these misfits to the NBA Finals and then he loses, and then people criticize LeBron because you know he can only do so much with a bunch of you know. Yeah. Hanger on. Like, I, I think Brad Stevens is soft, and I think Jimmy Toscano is soft. That's what I think. I think and everybody's I'm, soft, too. And I've been saying <laughs> that, too. We were sitting next to each other at, at TD Garden. Soft. Last point I have on Brad. All right. The East yeah. Finals. The East Finals. Phone, the East Finals criticism deserved last year. I, I think there were some and missing the adjustments before. there, and it's a lost and opportunity, certainly, with a really good team. Uh, 2019, yeah, of course. I mean, that was a disaster that everybody played a part in, Danny Ainge as well. And this year, yeah, I think the manager could manage them. Well, he had 11 guys who needed minutes in the ball. Oh, it was oh a just like, put that take back up. He has no talent around him. Let's call him LeBron Stevens. Come on. 
No, yeah. I mean, there's fair criticism the last two years on teams that could have been champions. Yeah, absolutely. Teams. We criticized year, a lot of them last year. This year so far. This year. I've been dying for this. If this we're is Matt Nick right here. I like it. If we're just talking about this year, they're missing a wing spot because of the TP, and they mm. didn't bring anything back for Hayward. We'll get to that eventually when they actually use that and assess the offseason as it might be. The free agent signings have looked inconsistent so far. And they have the top-end talent, and the top-end talent is working. You know, Ainge gets credit for that in retrospect. But right now, the depth of this team, because of using 16 picks in four years, falls uh-huh. on Ainge. That falls right. on Ainge. And right all now, right, we're talking about the shortcomings we're talk of this about team. Ainge, Ainge. The guy, all right, the guy all right Bobby. Fellas, guys, serious question here. Really serious question here. Bobby, who you, who you got win the Super Bowl? Do you want yes, the Bucs to win? Thank you. Nah. you. No, That's all Jimmy wanted to Chiefs, talk about. Who you got? I am, I am all the way in on Tampa Bay at this point. I hesitated last night because I'm scared of Mahomes. Did you rip uh, the tag off that jersey this morning? Huh? Yeah, you did, Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Aren't yeah. The Raptors going Tampa, Bay? <laughs> Tampa, Tampa is the center of the sports world. The Raptors are coming back. They just beat the Nets. I didn't get to mention that yesterday. A lot of the Raptors fans in our comments were pumped. And it just so happens that when I used to play Madden at like age fourteen, I used to love the Buccaneers, and it all comes together. Oh, we don't want we don't want that. the story so of am... how Bobby became a Bucs fan last week. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you guys want to know? You guys want to know where John is? He just tweeted. Yo, I was gonna He's show been... it too. I forgot to. Oh, where are you? No, so I forgot. To. I'm glad you did. Yo, he's got. It looks and this, this is. And listen, you guys already know I'm Bucks. I'm Bucks. I've been. Well, I'm Tom Brady, so therefore I'm Buck. So I mean, yeah, I've got the Bucks there, big Tom today. Brady. Money line. Not that I'm betting on it, but I think the Bucks are going to win the game. Now, John's been very too busy for the show today, but not too busy to put a Super Bowl spread together. Looks like he's got um, pigs in a pigs. Who's laughing like uncontrollably? Me. That? that was hilarious. Pigs. He put a spread together. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. He was. He thought he meant coverage. He meant dinner. Yo, how or, yeah, those are the dinner. biggest uh, freaking pigs wrapped in blankets I've ever seen. Jeez. Well, everything Yo, has well, a Greek twist. Put I'm that on the this. screen, will you? I'm going to say this. When, when, talking about Super Bowl foods, pigs in a blanket to me is one of the best options mm. you can have. It's not something that you Underrated. have often. Underrated. It's not something that you have often, but like for the Super Bowl, like it, it makes perfect sense. And like those go quickly. Did I? Somebody got booted, right? Oh. Joe, you saw got booted. What the hell? Okay, well, listen, pigs in a blanket, one of the first things to go. you got to be in on those early. Are you a mini pig or a whole pig? Pigs in a blanket, the little guys. Pigs in a blanket or the big ones? The little, they're they're all little. You ever have them? They're all little. Okay, well, I'm talking about the little ones. The finger ones. There's minis and big ones. Yeah, I mean, that's a staple. I mean, me personally, like, whenever I'm watching the Super Bowl, usually got some nerves going on for whatever reason. So I like to have something... I like to have a bunch of options that I can get up during the game and like pick at because I'm nervous. So like anything that I can make a sandwich out of, you know, whether it's like pulled pork, you know, some sort of steak tips, things like that. Like that's very, very important for a Super Bowl game. I'm not interested in pizza at the Super Bowl. You can have pizza all the time. I'm not into pizza. Yo. I'm not in- there you go. Are they there wieners? Are they stuffed hot dogs or hot dogs? This is, this is John's. It's, this is John's. That's John, wipe the side of the bowl. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he tried to pour it. He tried to pour it from one bowl to the other. Um, Either that, or he went for an early bite. 
before the picture. Yeah. I usually I mean, do. You can use a filter or two on there. He's got going to important too. You want to have a couple different dips, a little guac, some chips, maybe a little queso. But like Chinese food, was I love Chinese food, but I'm a big Chinese food guy on New Year's Eve. So like a month later, I'm still recovering. So I'm not trying to get Chinese for the big game. Like I'm, I'm sticking to like the staples of Super Bowl Who does Sunday. Chinese food? Grub. What about you guys? You got any like Chinese, go-tos? Chinese yeah, I don't know. Wings, right? No, I'm talking about for, for Wings, Super absolutely. I mean, that's number one, wings, right? You bites. Can't, yeah. can't, wings, uh, bites. You know what's nice is like uh Joe Sway thinks we're talking about New Year's. <laughs> Uh, no, the, no, I was confused as to pretzels. why that's a Super Bowl food. Soft pretzels? Food? They're really good. Soft pretzels with like a honey mustard dip. Very nice. The you want like Auntie Annie's before the game or something? No, 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 no. You just got to all the way. Yeah, pizza is right, so question, Nick. Listen, I mean, I'm a yo, yo, pizza yo. guy. No, but I mean, you can have pizza any day of the week. Yo, pickles, we pickles and no pickles, Nick. Oh, I'm a big pickle, pickle guy. I, oh, I heard that pickle show, and I what my ears were Hold showing up. me. Like, the amount of pickle pickle hate in this company is really, it's a problem, I think. You know? <laughs> I do. Jimmy got so mad he left. Just, I can't believe Jimmy, that you know Jimmy is a closet pickle eater. <laughs> pretzel, though? That's a, is that a Super Bowl? Hey, I told you, I pulled him right off yeah, the Yeah, you get the pretzel bites, bro. They're like soft pretzels, and people put the deal as much as Super Bowl. As much as Super Bowl food as uh, hot dogs in a puff pastry. Dude, that's like, a, what, what, wait, what is? Pretzel bites are just as much of a Super Bowl food as hot dogs in a puff We're pastry. We're jumping from product to product. I now. can't imagine that's true. I'll, I'll let you run with that. I cannot imagine wait, that's wait, true. Wait, I've never wait, heard no, it no. in my life. Wait, no, no. I've never heard of. Why did you? Why did you just pronounce that like this? What did you call it? I don't know what you're talking about. But like, you go to a a Super Bowl. You go to a Super Bowl party. It's not like a bucket (laughs) of soft pretzels. Like, is is that a Pennsylvania thing? No, you get the soft pretzel bites, and they're on a toothpick, and you dip them in the honey mustard sauce. No, I know what it is. Or cheese fondue. Pigs pigs wrapped in blankets. Pigs in a blanket. I love the piggies. I mean, pigs in a blanket. What about oh, you? I, never thought, I thought you were calling that over. What? Okay. No. I was like, "What is that?" Joe Sway, I missed. Yeah. I got kicked off. So you have a you have a go to Super Bowl like. No one pick? asked me. Mm-hmm. Right food pick. Food pick. Buff chicken dip is a is a huge. Yes. The must. Huge. Uh, wings, of course. Buffalo. I'm a ranch guy with blue cheese. I don't like. I don't. I don't like I'm a blue too. cheese guy. I'm not I'll a blue cheese guy either. I'm not. You know, picky. I'll have the blue cheese. That's all you got. But I like. I'm a huge ranch guy. All right, predictions. Sausage. Let's, let's, let's get predictions. Sausage and peppers. For the Super let's Bowl? get predictions and then get out of here. Nick, what's your Brady's going to win. The media would have it no other way. Super Bowl way. prediction, Nick. What's your Super Bowl prediction? He's yeah, going Brady. No other way. Brady's going to win. I mean, like, no. In all actuality, it's a good story. I mean, how do you not home, want Brady home, to win? Home field. field. Yeah, if I'm a, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm going. This is rigged. Why? Home field. Brady. Listen, With when they picked the I mean, the NFC when, pick, when they picked the Super Bowl location in Tampa Bay, they had no idea Tom Brady would be joining the team. When did they pick it? When do they pick it? They they like a few, years, few yeah. years out or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah. even even before he made his announcement, though, Tampa Bay was on the list. There was a lot, a lot of people's mind that that was a good option for him to go. Right. But I'm not. Probably, a, I'm, the, the NFL probably had no idea that the Patriots would ever let 
Tom Brady go. They couldn't ever think that the Patriots would be that stupid and inept because they've never been that. That's a home. So all of a sudden, you know, pride gets in the way, and I don't know what else, like some venture or something gets in the way, and Brady's playing for Tampa Bay now. Well, guess what? I've moved on because it's a new day in Tampa Bay. Somebody said the shirt's hideous. You're 100 percent right. It's a disgusting shirt. I mean, but I love the color. I always it, the job, it always takes me like 20 seconds done. to figure out what it is. I'm gonna <laughs> and, and channel my inner Felger. They are a turd franchise. Who cares? Where, you know what? Tom Tom Brady. Yeah, who is, cares? Are you still a Patriots fan, or are you now Tampa Bay only? Like, are you a LeBron? You're basically like I'm a Tom Brady. LeBron fan. Now. I'm a Tom Brady fan. You can root for Tom Brady without doing the whole looking like what Bobby. I was thinking about that earlier. It's a little different because of how long he was there. No, it is. Let's go around the horn. How many of you were mad at Ray Allen? I don't think anybody here was. Were you? Dale Sway. Yeah. He was with me. He wasn't. Bobby was. Yep. When it first happened. Yeah. I know what the retort is going to be, but it's the same concept. Right. Only Ray Allen didn't make the announcement on the day sports shut down. He didn't, you know, know he was leaving for two years prior to leaving. He was the last Super Bowl he won. He looked pissed off. Yeah. Listen, well, this wasn't Danny, just, this wasn't a one day. Did Danny Allen back? I think he would have. He wasn't, wasn't he the, 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 the last pick in the draft. Like what? Like didn't he? Didn't like the Patriots? Like that was a great partnership. What happened? They wouldn't pay him. Belichick. Did he take a salary cap or salary decrease? Come on, Nick. It was not about no, I'm money. Asking. I hate. I hate when this argument comes up because no, it, was, it was about his wife. I think Brady. No, no. Brady had had with the organization. Whether we're talking oh, about not having enough true. weapons or getting rid of his guys. guys or not getting the ones that he, you know, wanted to hold on to, and he had had it. I think he went into the last season knowing that that was going to be it. You know, he did. And I don't have a problem with that. And I'm still he a fan. He lied to you. He lied to you and all his fans all throughout the season. He didn't lie to anybody. That, listen. Oh, he did. He said, I, yeah, he did. I didn't want the last two years here from him. Not, he, he did. Not, I mean, not all Pats fans were shocked when he left. Once the Patriots, no, made, him, once the Patriots made him a lame, a lame duck quarterback, which was the most disrespectful thing they could have done, it was over. It wasn't a one-day exactly. decision. Exactly. He played the last exactly. season knowing, and the Patriots knew too, that it was going to be his last season. So what's done is done. We're on to Tampa Bay Super Bowl tonight. I have I'm Bucks. So sad at the twenty. I want to say it's going to be a high-scoring game, but typically these, when you know, the last feels like Super Bowls are always like you know. I'll tell you this, right? Nick. It would have been a little different if the Patriots bounced back better this year. You know what infuriates me is that people are now putting him in the same category as Bill Russell. You can't. No. Yeah, he's he's better than Bill. He's higher up. Jordan. He's got the Jordan six. I know. He's Jordan stayed up with the whole franchise his entire career. He didn't leave them high. Is he on your Mount Rushmore? He didn't. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan didn't leave the Bulls high and dry. No. Is that what you just said? No. He retired. All right, Joe Sway. Halftime predictions. Dude, he retired twice, first of all. He retired. Yeah, he, he, he didn't retire the first time, let's be honest. But the second time, all he right. retired. Did he leave? All no, right, guys. Stop, stop, Before no, you two stop, keep stop, going stop. at it. No. This is like <laughs> the old days, Jimmy. Joe Sway. No. That was the dumbest thing. The sun's coming Nick down. says a lot of dumb things, but that was about uh, Jimmy, this is coming right from the there. guy who, who wasn't so, even born yet, I don't think. When what? 
He does it to get a reaction. Look at you. I sound like 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 a dad talking to his kids. He does it to get a reaction out of you, Jimmy. Ignore it. It's all the years he was doing it to me uh, at the garden. Always giving me reactions. You're the one who sounds stupid. You're the one who sounds stupid. Apologize to your brother. Jimmy, say sorry to Nick. stupid. I'm sorry for some of the. I'm sorry for some of the things that said on the show. Let's go back to food. Let's go back to food. <laughs> All right. No, good wait, job. There you go, Bobby. Stupid. Let's refocus here. Let's refocus. Bill Russell right. won at every level. Don't All say right. Bill Russell. We went from food. Now we we're going to go to the uh, the, the halftime show. Russell. All right. Any any crazy predictions? Dude, what do you guys got? That your point. Now you've lost all credibility. You know by the by weekend you're bringing out somebody. Blasting on Bill Russell. I didn't blast on him. I just you said Brady's. I said, you were alive for Bill Russell. You just tried to use that argument against me. No, I don't have to be alive. It's in the record books. The guy won at every level, every championship. He lost once. How could you How put them teams on in the NBA that year, though? Comparing... You guys all use that. If there were only eight teams in the NBA today, how know, talented would these teams be? I know, but look at you. Get that you're look comparing at you. different <laughs> eras. Like, I mean, different no, sports. No. I mean, don't come on, the man. Goat. He's not the GOAT of all sports. He's the GOAT of the NFL. Tom Brady, yeah. I mean, he's right up there. Oh, he's gonna pull up absolutely. at the, uh, the the halftime the halftime show. You can't you can't I mean, have I, the goat with all sports. My predictions. There's a lot of big names floating around out there. Ariana Great, one hundred percent. I'm Great, not going 000. with one of those. I'm going with Kenny G in the back with the saxophone for like two minutes, and that's it. It's gonna be all weekend, and he deserves this. I mean, this was one of the great album rollouts we've ever seen over the course of a year. He got snubbed from the Grammys, so tonight's gonna be one of this. I'm saying that's gonna be. That's gonna be the guest tonight. Yeah, that's my prediction for halftime. Kenny, like Kenny okay. G. What, what crazy, oh, yeah. what crazy musical guest gonna come out and pop out? I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. Slash. I think it, anything it's gonna be Kenny G. You know what, Bobby? You could be right because Kenny the snub, G. the Grammy snub. I can see him doing Nothing that. Nothing gets the people going more than a little <laughs> Kenny G. Hey, I'll text you halftime if it happens. Kenny G. If you bring out Kenny G, you have to bring out someone else after that. I am not predicting Drake. You better bring out a platter full of Xanax and weed because Kenny G is exhausting. Like, you just want to relax, I think. I, I it's not going to be long. I think going to make a quick appearance. I no, this is going to be all Kenny the weekend. I was like, what? And I think this is going to be one of the better halftime shows ever. He's going to do an amazing job. Oh, well, no, you said Kenny G. Run. I just thought of Bobby. I thought of uh, the the Kanye solo on his on his uh, Jesus <laughs> the uh, his last album. Remember Kenny Kenny G solo? Kenny G appeared there, and then he appeared on this weekend now. So I think Kenny G is going to be the guest. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> just remember when you see Postress, it. But if it happens, <laughs> every league, every team, every team. Joseph, did you give your game prediction? Oh Don't man. I did it. We asked you first, Nick. All no, right, no, we got no, one no. more thing here. Manscape, uh, Manscape is still offering twenty percent off and free shipping. Oh wow! <laughs> Why, would that that out? Why would you post oh, wow. that? Who's controlling <laughs> the comments, bro? We this all is the right told you not to control that. that. This is exactly why. <laughs> That hey, not, not that they, by to the way, not that there's anything Bobby, wrong. Bobby, why'd that. you give him that free Yeah, yeah, I don't like that talk, to be honest with you. Jimmy is a fan. Use this gospel. Him. There we go. Fuzzy press, said, uh, that's the name of the song. Press 20. We got to end this show ASAP. Press Pass 20, 20% off your first purchase. The lawnmower 3.0 is out. It's waterproof. It's what you need. It's what we've been telling you. You yeah, need this product. So go get that one. Hey, it's hey, Nick, 20% off with free shipping. And we are done. Manscaped, 
Nick, whenever uh, whenever Bobby or anyone wants to read the, the the read, just put put something over the copy so it makes it easier for him. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how Celtics. to Celtics lose one hundred ninety one. Enjoy the big game. Wait a minute. Anybody Go want to impact Celtics? I will. No. All right, we that's gonna do we it. We'll see you guys in a we couple don't. of nights. We We're out of here. Tuesday, Jazz Celtics. Baby. That's a big one.